the Florida Gators and stake their claim for the national championship of the 1996. Here's Tebow, jump pass, throw it to the end zone, and a touchdown, David Nelson scores! Back then, you can stand me up at the gates of... Purple, dropping back to throw, pops and fires the ball, over the middle, it's, it's Dory, it's Dory, Dory got a touchdown! Dory got a touchdown! Oh, man! Turned around, and I'll keep... Within 10 yards, lofting down the sideline for Johnson, and he is level. Won't back down. Hey, baby. There ain't no easy way out. Hey, hey, Uh, Gator Glory, this week we turn our attention to C4. Now, C4 is an explosive. And C4, Seattle Faison, was also an explosive, a very explosive running back at Florida. Really one of the premier running back recruits um, to commit to Gainesville. And he's from right here in our own hometown of Jacksonville at Fletcher High. And Seattle joins us right now on the podcast. Seattle, first of all, thanks for taking some time with us. Thank you for having me. Now, look, I'm going to ask you this question. I hope it doesn't come out. Um, as unintended, but you're here at Fletcher, you're churning out yards. I think you had 7,000 yards uh, as a high school player. Steve Spurrier is in Gainesville and he's winning and I'm sure he's caught your eye and the fun and guns going and Fred Taylor's running and it looks like just the perfect system for a running back to go, you know, exploit his talents. And then it comes time for old C4 to graduate high school, to sign on the dotted line, and suddenly Steve Spurrier is headed to the Washington Redskins, and Ron Sook is going to be your coach. So I'm just wondering how that impacted you initially. Certainly, you had a very you know productive uh, Florida career, but I'm just I'm just wondering if if that resonated with you when it happened. Uh, uh, uh definitely. Um, you know, everybody know what the old ball coach means meant. To the to the to the Gator Nation, and you know, just being one of those recruits that he recruited uh, personally, and you know, I was one of the huge reasons why I committed to Florida early as I did. But you know, I I, I knew growing up that you know, sports is always the business, and I know when a lot of coaches are successful at at, at, at one level, they want to go to the highest level, and Coach Coach Spurrier was great enough to reach out to me before he took that job and you know even with the names that they was naming that was going to replace him uh I felt real good about it uh I didn't know I didn't even know Coach Lick was a decoy in the back in the, in, in, <laughs> the, in the 90s and you know the day I took my visit was his first day on campus as well so when I took my official visit it was his first day and you know, when uh, I met with him and I told him, you know, I, I was a Gator because I loved the university and wanted to put on the orange and blue. So it, it, that transition made it a little easier for me because, you know, like I tell kids today, you know, I didn't fall in love with a coach. I fell in love with the university. Well, um, good for you. I think more need to do that. And they end up in a spot that they ultimately uh, end up being happier at. I sometimes feel for your group of Gators, Seatric, those guys that fell in between Spurrier and Meyer, right? The Spurrier Gators had all those championships and all that attention. And then the Meyer Gators built that incredible talent base and won two natties. And I think sometimes, you know, those outstanding players – 
that were there for those three or four years in between kind of get lost in the shuffle. Do you ever feel that way? Uh, not at all. You know, I, um, I, I, I know sometimes when you go through those coaching transitions, what's going to come, come, come behind it. But like I tell everybody, um, that, 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 that first championship that my won was my whole signing class, you know, it was yeah. just that I, 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 me and Channing Crowder, you know, didn't pretty much red shirt. Um, and we, we, we decided to leave school early, but if we would have red shirted and then stayed the four years, you know, we'd have had a national championship as well. But that whole signing class is, is, is who won the Urban Meyer's first championship. So, you know, I take pride in that because I know our signing class was a great class, even though we was ranked like number 22 in the nation uh, by, by rivals when it came to our signing class. But it, it showed on the field when those guys uh, became uh, juniors and seniors. So, you know, I appreciate, uh, you know, the time I had and the in-between years between Zook and Urban Meyer because uh, I knew we had great players. So it really didn't, didn't, didn't bother me at all. It was just we just couldn't put it all together while, while I was in school. So, but I definitely appreciate it. And, you know, I don't feel bad about it. You know, it actually made me a hungrier player because I knew the situation we was in. I knew I had to try that much harder because it wasn't like the, the, the Spurrier year. So, you know, you didn't have all those guys where we knew we could step on the field and be beat teams by 50. You had to show up week in and week out. As a running back, what's more memorable to you? Is it like, is it a play? Like I, I you had a, you had like a 75, 80 yarder, I think against Arkansas. Is it a game? I know you ran for almost 200 uh, against South Carolina one game. Like what kind of like, Breakout performance by a running back sticks out more to you. Is it that one big play in a game? Is it the totality of a season, or is it something different altogether? Well, in my case, you know, leading the SEC and rushing, it, it was, was stuck out big time. But you know, when you play those teams like LSU and 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 Florida State, who are aren't wasn't known for giving up hundred yard rushers and 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 stepping up and getting hundred yards in games like that 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 those became my big performances because you knew on on for l s u Georgia and Florida state that probably the whole two deep on their defense is gonna gonna play on Sunday, so when you could just show up in a game like that and 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 get a hundred plus yards, that meant everything you know I had a idea that I could do it versus the South Carolinas versus the Mississippi States, but showing up in that Georgia, LSU, and Florida State game, man, it was just like a different ball game. You knew you had to have your big boy shorts on and, and, and go to work, be tough, play through injuries, and those are always the memorable games for me as a running back because you did good on in, in those games. Your your chance to get your name called on Sunday was most likely going to happen. I, I want to drop some names out so folks listening to the podcast can understand the, the kind of impact that Seatric uh, Faison had down in Gainesville in those three years. Seatric uh, has the sixth highest single season rushing total, and the names ahead of him are names like Emmett Smith, Fred Taylor, and Eric Rett. He has the fourth highest single game rushing total. You went for 210 in a game against Kentucky. But I think what's so important and the reason why Urban Meyer was able to come in and, as you said, win a title with some of your signing class is you brought a sense of character and leadership to that program in in 
as we look back, was a very important time. I mean, you won the Fer- Fergie Ferguson Rule, uh, Award as a team member who had outstanding leadership and character. You were named a captain. How important was it for you, Seatric, to be that well-rounded as as both a football player and a leader in Gainesville? Oh, it, it meant a lot. You know, I always knew I could run the ball. And, you know, in high school, I wasn't, I, I just led by example, as far as just running the ball, you know, everybody else followed me. But when I got to college, man, and just being around the older guys, and even when I was in high school, my senior year, being able to see Jabbar Gaffney, Lito Shepard, Alex Brown, and going to Gainesville, Marquand, man, you want going to see those guys and see how, how, how they were leaders, like, vocally. And I took that same approach when I, ever since I was a freshman. And, 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 and it meant a lot. It's crazy that you brought that up. You know, Channing Crowder reached out to me a few months back, it was like, man, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you, the best teammate I ever had, and your attitude was so much above everybody else that was in our signing class, and he apologized, and I was like, man, you gotta apologize for that, mm-hmm. you know, I just appreciate y'all being able to the, the, the jump on board, you know, it took them two or three years to get on board with me and see what my mindset was at. But, you know, that meant a lot just coming from a player like Chandler, the guy who played on Sundays and who had a good career in the NFL. And when a person like Chandler could say that and Brian Crum and D-Webb, other guys I played with, that that, that definitely mean a lot. And I think that's why I hold those friendships to this day with a lot of my teammates because they appreciated my leadership and they knew I wasn't just a talker that I was going to uh, – perform on the field as well for those guys see i i was gonna bring that i wasn't sure how to bring that up but you, you nailed something there that was a group overall who's probably immaturity in some ways and lack of leadership outside of you hurt you guys a little bit and had they been sped up and on board and if they're and, and look it's part of youth right you're when you're young and you're a kid you do you don't think the same as you do as as an adult did part of you when channing reached out think well Dang, man, I wish I had that 20 years ago. Oh, uh, no, because I already knew he felt like that. You yeah. know, me and Chandler always had a great relationship. Uh, even D-Well, we always had great relationships. So those guys, you know, they listened to me. So, you know, I, I think after Chandler freshman year, we know how freshman year went with him getting in trouble a lot. But, you know, I was a, I, I, did, I didn't mind it because we, we all have a growing up phase. And Chandler, Chandler did grow up fast. Like, um, me and him used to talk, and people don't know, but it was at one stage, so it was like, hey, Chandler get in trouble you get in trouble so Chandler picked up fast man and and but that made our relationship stronger because I was able to stay in his ear if I was slacking he was able to stay in my ear so it made our relationship stronger and not just by the time we was, we was in school but for for life so you know I I I, I wasn't never mad or discouraged about, about those guys whatever they were doing man because you know at the end of the day we always brothers how how special was it for you to play in the Florida-Georgia game here in town? I know you're going to have the incredible honor of going to the Florida-Georgia game Hall of Fame this year. So if you could just tell me how, you know, how special it was to get to play here in front of the home crowd. And also, you know, Hall of Fames are awesome, bro. You live forever when you get in one of those things. So to go into that this year has to be special for you also. Oh, yes, definitely. Uh, it, it, man, it's playing in Florida, Georgia, you know, growing up around it when you're a kid in Jacksonville and going to the game, you don't really realize how big it is. You know, you, you see the atmosphere around it and you just enjoy I'm going to go downtown and tailgate with some people and have fun. But, man, when you step in that stadium, it's a whole different feeling out of the player. You know, you got the, like I said yesterday, you got the orange and blue on one side of the stadium and then I see a red on the other split right down the middle. And it's a different type of atmosphere that, 
man. You know that you don't you don't get them in the stadiums and you know the world largest cocktail party is what they used to call it. And man, just being able to go out and play in front of people that you played in front of your whole life, man. Not just like friends, but the entire city that supported you and wanted to see you succeed. So that feeling was, was amazing. And I tell kids all the time, man, it's, it's, it's nothing like it. You know, the Florida State game has its own thing. The LSU game has its own thing. But that Florida-Georgia game, especially being from Jacksonville, is like a whole different type of feeling. Seatric face on one of our favorite sons, a graduate of Fletcher High, now the head football coach at Fletcher. He was a running back for the Florida Gators between 02 and 04 and a part of establishing and helping carry on Gator glory through the years. Seatric, we appreciate you taking some time out from your busy schedule this morning. Continued success, and I'll see you at the stadium for that Hall of Fame induction. I appreciate you having me, and thank you. Hey.